Hey everyone, welcome to Teaching to Empower podcast. My name is Jamie Robinson, and today I'm going to share with you how to crush your upcoming interviews. Okay, just thinking about an interview honestly makes me so nervous. Do you have an upcoming interview that you're just not quite sure how to prepare for? I'm going to share with you how to crush your upcoming teaching interviews with my own personal advice. I will share with you what you should research ahead of time, what you should wear, and even what questions might be asked during your interview. Interviews are stressful, but don't worry, I've got you covered. Okay, for starters, I'm so happy that you are here. That means that you are already doing the right thing and researching just how to crush your interview. Smart move. (laughs) But first things first, the moment that you get called for an interview, there are some very important things you need to do. And it all comes down to research, my friend. As I said, you already took the first step by researching how to do an actual interview, but there's more. Research the school that you are applying at for this new teaching position. Before you even think about walking into an interview, you need to know as much as you possibly can about that school and their district. Look up the district website, find out how many students they serve, their average test scores, the demographics, search it all. Look up the school website too. Look over letters or blog posts from the principal. Look to see if the school has any special events or, you know, any programs going on. Is there a teacher handbook? Look through that. A parent handbook? Look through that too. (laughs) Most importantly though, check out the curriculum. Discover what they use for reading, math, science, all of the subjects. If you have never heard of this curriculum or you just don't know much about it, seriously, just do a quick Google search. It sounds tedious, I know, I know, but pretend you've already been given the job. You would want to do this research anyways. But it'll just make you look that much better at the interview if you have already done this step. Trust me. Okay, so after you have done all of your research, compile a list of questions you still have. Write them down, preferably in a decent-looking notebook, one that's, you know, not all scratched and ripped up, because you will be taking this notebook with you to the interview. If you can't think of any questions, try harder. (laughs) It looks So bad if you show up to an interview with no questions at all. Remember, yes, they are interviewing you for the teaching position, but you are also interviewing them. Now, if you are feeling a little stuck as to what type of questions you should be asking, I have some that I recommend always asking. So number one, ask them what type of mentoring programs they have in place for new teachers like yourself to their school. Hopefully they have something. Um, Some schools don't. So that is something that, you know, if that is something that you would really want, if you feel like coming into a new school, it would be challenging for you. It definitely helps to have a mentoring program of some sort in place. So ask them about that. Find out if they have anything. Most schools do, but some don't. So that's definitely a good question to ask. Number two, (laughs) ask them what their favorite part about working in this school is. This is a great question because it allows you to kind of get a feel for how the teachers kind of, well, honestly, how they feel about the school. If if they have nothing good to say, if this is a hard question for them to answer, that is a red flag, okay? It should be really easy for them to tell you what their favorite part is. Um, 
So I would definitely recommend asking this question. Number three, ask them how they will assess your teaching. Most schools have some way of assessing you, um, but each school, it'll look a little different. So definitely ask about this and find out exactly what that looks like. Number four, ask them what ways there are for you to get involved in the school outside of your classroom, okay? Now, this is good because, one, it's just good to know what type of things are going on in the school and different ways you can get involved, but it also tells the interview committee that you are willing to go above and beyond in their school. It is telling them that you are going to be more than willing to do just your typical teaching duties within the classroom. Number five, ask them what short-term and long-term goals they have for their school. Maybe short-term, they just want higher student attendance for the next month. Find out what that is and what that looks like. What are they doing to kind of promote that? Maybe a long-term goal is that they are looking to, you know, redo their playground in the next few years. Maybe they're fundraising for that. That's Those are all ways that you can get involved in the school, so it's great to know these things. And it's also good to know that the school has goals, <laughs> you know. You don't want to be involved in a school that has, that they're not looking for ways to grow, okay? That's just not what you want. Number six, and this is my final question that I always recommend. Ask them how long they are planning to do interviews for and or when you should expect to hear back from them. Now, most of the time, the team will tell you this at the end, but if not, definitely feel free to ask. This is great because later on, I'm going to tell you about how you should definitely send a follow-up email thanking them. Finding out when they plan to be done with the interviews is helpful in determining when you should be sending that thank you email, okay? So those are my six questions that I always recommend asking. Definitely consider asking those questions during your own interview. And lastly, practice what you might say during an interview. So to do this, make a list of questions you think they might ask you, then write down your responses. Yes, actually write down your answers. Writing them down, it helps give you time to really think about how you might answer questions similar. And it just lets you really take apart your answers. And it lets you try and figure out the best, most logical way to answer questions too. Then after you write down your questions and you write down your answers, find someone to do a mock interview with you. Maybe it's your spouse or a parent or a friend or even better, a teacher or a principal. But wait, wait, wait. That means that you have to know a teacher or a principal and be pretty close to them if you're going to ask them to take extra time out of their day just for you, right? No. (laughs) Honestly, no. You would honestly be surprised how many educators are out there that would be more than willing to help you out. If you are applying for your first teaching position, ask the principal from your student teaching cooperating school if they could do a mock interview with you. Some principals may just offer it from the start at the beginning of your teaching experience, but others wait for you to come to them. And even if it makes you a little nervous to ask, which trust me, that's how I felt. I was terrified to ask the principal for a mock interview. Just do it. Just ask them. Honestly, the worst that will happen is they will say, nope, sorry, I just don't have time. And even if they do say no, that principal will now remember you as being a student teacher who is willing to do the extra work to be totally prepared for their future job. 
Honestly, that is so admirable and it will score you bonus points. Trust me. Plus, if that school is looking to hire, they may just come back to you. Ask. Just ask for a mock interview, okay? The worst that'll happen is they'll say no. (laughs) Okay, so now, what do you wear? (laughs) I remember a moment in college where my good friend, she was about to go to an interview with a week-old manicure, meaning the nail polish was, it was all chipped and honestly, it was, it just didn't look good. (laughs) And when I mentioned to my friend that she should, you know, maybe think about taking off the nail polish before the interview, she basically told me that it shouldn't affect anything because they should be judging her on her personality and her qualifications. All right. The girls got a point. (laughs) They should be judging you on your personality, qualifications, and the like. But if we're being totally honest, they are absolutely going to judge you on your looks as well. It takes a tenth of a second for someone to make their first impression of you. A tenth of a second. That is insane. There is nothing you can say or do in that tenth of a second. Nothing. Except you can make sure you look well put together. This means, yep, doing your hair and your makeup if you're a girl. Which for some women, they do this every day regardless. But for others, they rarely touch either. So yes, you do need to do your hair and your makeup. And yes... Make sure to either have your nails done or nothing on your nails at all. I would actually recommend not having anything on your nails just because if you have, you know, bright colors or your nails are really long or they're all different colors or sparkly, it can actually be more of a distraction during your interview. Um, And, you know, you're the focus. They don't want to be distracted by your nails. They want to be, they want to see you and talk to you. So I would recommend just, you know, keeping your nails plain. So you might be saying to yourself, okay, Jamie, I got it. I got it. Put myself together. All right. But what about, like, what do I actually wear? (laughs) Don't fret, my friend. I've got you. Always dress better than what you would normally wear in the classroom. So if you normally wear khakis or colored jeans with a nice top, you need to wear dress pants or a dress. Now, if you wear jeans or even yoga pants. Well, surprise, you still need to wear dress pants or a dress. Remember, it's easy to show up underdressed and you will feel embarrassed if you do this, but you will never show up overdressed. I promise. Unless, of course, you show up wearing a ball gown or something. Um, But I feel pretty confident that you wouldn't be doing that, but (laughs) you know, you never know. So here are my tips. Number one, make sure that your top is not see-through. That it covers your shoulders, so like no tank tops, and that if you bend over, you won't see any boobies. (laughs) Yep, I said it. You would think that the boobies part would be common sense, but I have literally seen women come to interviews dressed in what I would call going out clothes, which is definitely not appropriate for any job interview, but especially for teaching. One way to check is to stand in front of a mirror and bend over and see if you can see down your shirt. If you can obviously, don't wear that shirt. (laughs) Number two, make sure that your pants fit nicely and aren't too tight. If you can see underwear lines, they are probably too tight. It's very possible that your interview will require you to teach a lesson, so you need to have pants on that are comfortable and do not show your butt crack. (laughs) I should also note, though, that you do not want your pants to be too baggy either or dragging on the floor. You do not want to look like a slob, okay? You want to look polished, like you're ready for an interview. 
So yes, make sure that your pants are not dragging on the floor because I have seen that more than once and it kind of just looks a little rough. I wouldn't recommend that. Number three, shoes. They should be closed-toed. I met a person who said she will not hire someone who comes in with sandals. She thinks that it looks unprofessional if you can see toes, even if you are wearing heels. I met this person in college, and at first I thought she was just being a little ridiculous, to be completely honest. Um, But as I've gotten older, I actually totally agree. Don't get me wrong, I wear sandals almost every day, even in the classroom. But when it comes to an interview, hide those toes. Flats are always a good choice for women and dress shoes for men. Simple as that. And lastly, jewelry. Statement necklaces are still a thing right now, but I recommend leaving those at home for your interview. You don't want to wear anything that can be distracting during an interview. You want the interview team to be looking at you and hearing you, not staring at the giant colorful necklace around your neck. Same goes for earrings, bracelets, rings. Keep the statement pieces at home and wear the simple stuff to the interview. That's my main recommendation. And remember, when you are walking out the door to go to your interview, make sure that you have a bag to hold all of your stuff, (laughs) your notebook, the one where you wrote all your questions, make sure you have that notebook, a pen, because honestly, you do not want to have to ask for a pen at your interview. That doesn't look very good. Make sure you have your own pen. Your resume, make sure you have your resume, your lesson plan if they require you to teach a lesson, which side note on that. Even if they don't require you to teach a lesson, they may ask you during the interview to describe a lesson you would teach to that age of children. So at the very least, have a lesson planned in the back of your mind, okay? And also make sure to bring a portfolio of past teaching experiences and any important documents they may have requested you to bring. Alrighty. (laughs) So by now, you have already researched your school district. You've written your questions, you've done a mock interview, you have picked out your outfit, now it's the moment of your interview, and your nerves are probably up there, (laughs) but don't worry, that just means that you care and that you really want this. Nerves are a good sign, trust me. Now when you walk into the school, make sure that you have a smile on your face, even if you are scared out of your mind. Put that smile on your face. FYI, people want to hire friendly teachers, so make sure you look friendly. (laughs) When you are greeted by the principal and the interview team, shake everyone's hand. Now, I'm a person that I'm terrible at remembering names. I'm so terrible at it. I'm terrible. Uh, So when they state their names to you, I, like I personally, I always try to repeat it out loud. It helps me remember, and even if you forget, at least they know that you attempted to remember. (laughs) Um, Also, make sure to have the principal's name down before you even show up to the interview. You know the principal's name. They called you or they emailed you. At the very least, you can look on their website and find out the principal's name. Make sure you have that name down because even if you forget everybody else's on the interview team, that's a name that you should not forget. So make sure you have that one ingrained in your mind. Now, I am someone who can get pretty worked up right before an interview. My nerves will hit the ceiling. So during the interview, if you find yourself fidgeting a lot like I am normally, uh, try to rest your hands on your lap. You will most likely be sitting around a table. So if your hands are in your lap, the interview team can't see or be distracted by your moving hands. Also, realize that the interview team has been where you are. They get it. 
they get nervous too. We all, we all do. Remembering this might actually help ease your anxiety a little bit. And remember to make eye contact. If you're feeling nervous, this can be extra, extra difficult. Just try your best. And remember that notebook that you brought with you to the interview? Here is where it comes in handy. Make sure that while you are being interviewed by them, you are taking notes. They like to see that you are taking steps to remember the important information that they share with you because, right, it is important information. So you should be taking notes. (laughs) After they've asked all of their questions, it'll be time for you to ask yours. Your notebook should already be out, right, since you were taking notes, right? So ask away. So I do have some questions that I'm going to give you that they may ask you during the interview. I think I have seven questions. So number one, they will probably ask you to tell them about yourself, which I hate this question with a passion because I feel like it's always so hard to really tell somebody else about yourself. It feels weird. Like it feels unnatural. It feels like bragging almost. (laughs) So I personally hate this question. Um, You probably do too, but make sure you have an answer prepared because odds are is they will ask you this question. Number two, they will probably ask you, why did you apply for this position? Number three, they'll probably ask you something along the lines of what special talents or interests do you have that you could bring to the table? I've definitely been asked this question for me uh, when I was first asked this question. I had no idea how to answer it. Since then, I've, you know, I've developed more hobbies and I know myself a little bit better. So now, you know, I can answer that question. I, you know, I make resources on Teachers Pay Teachers so I could bring that to the table for my team. I am big into crafting. So like in the past, I have made teaching shirts for my team. So that's something I could do. Some of these are applicable to the classroom specifically. Some aren't. Um, So just think about things that make you, you and that you're really interested in and use that. Okay. But do have an answer because don't be like me. And my first interview, when I was asked this, I just sat there and was like, Yep, I don't know. (laughs) So don't be like me. (laughs) Learn from me. Have an answer. Number, what were we at? One, two, three. I think this is number four. (laughs) I don't have them numbered. Sorry. Uh, They will probably ask you to share a professional accomplishment that you've achieved so far in your teaching career. I'm going to repeat that one because it's kind of a long one. They will ask to share a professional accomplishment that you have achieved so far in your teaching career. Number five, I think. (laughs) Yes, I think it's number five. (laughs) They will ask what guides you're planning when constructing your lessons. FYI, the answer should be your students, okay? Your students should be what guide you're planning. Simple as that. Number six, (laughs) when planning, what are some components that you feel make a quality lesson? Number seven, my last question. They might ask you to share about leadership opportunities that you have had, okay? So do this humbly, but while also showcasing leadership roles. It's tricky. This one is just because kind of like the whole, tell us about yourself. It feels like bragging. If you're sharing about your leadership opportunities you've had, it feels like bragging. And it kind of is. That's okay. Just do it humbly. Good luck with that. (laughs) Ultimately, Just remember to relax and to be you. They are interviewing you. They want to see who you really are. 
When I interviewed for my very first teaching position, they asked me why I applied for this position, which FYI is one of the questions that I said that they would probably ask. Now, this position was to teach two and three-year-old children, so little, little tykes. And I was completely honest with them and told them that I had not actually planned to apply. (laughs) It was a job that kind of appeared in my lap, and I just went for it. I had a friend who used to work at this school, and she had sent me the application. And I knew that I would enjoy working with this age of kids, but honestly, I had always envisioned myself working with, like, first or second graders. To this day, I still think that being that honest in that moment actually worked more in my favor. It showed the interview team that I was a real and honest person, even if that meant my answer wasn't quite your typical answer. So basically what I'm getting at is be you and be honest. You owe it to the school and to yourself. And remember, when the interview is ending, make sure to shake everyone's hand once again and to thank everyone for taking the time to interview with you. Come in on a positive note and leave on a positive note. All right, so the interview is over and done with, and you get home and kick off your shoes and wait for a phone call, right? Eh, wrong. (laughs) Follow up with the principal, seriously. This is when having asked that question, how long are you interviewing the candidates, slash when should I expect to hear back, comes in handy. If you know that there are other candidates interviewing after you, I would wait like a day or two to email the principal. However, if you know that you are the last one, email the principal as soon as you get home. I know a principal in a neighboring town, and he told me that he will literally toss out an application if that person never reached out to him after an interview. Don't let that happen to you. Seriously, don't let your application get tossed just because you didn't send a quick follow-up email thanking the interview team for meeting with you. It literally takes two minutes to sit down and write a follow-up email. And that principal, he told me that whether a person sends a thank you email or not, it tells him more than enough about that person. The people who take the time to send a thank you are the type of people he wants to represent his school and to teach the youth in his town. My point, (laughs) write the darn thank you note. Just remember, you've got this. You are a boss. Seriously, you're a boss. You are going to crush your interview. I believe in you, and you should too. This is Teaching to Empower podcast. I'm Jamie Robinson, and thanks for listening.